So a few weeks ago, Larry and I were just having one of our random conversations. Very random. About our favorite movies and things we learned from the movie and what about this and what about that? So we started diving right into it. And I said, you know what? Hold that thought. This is a podcast episode. So let's go. So let's go. Mommy Day Podcast. Hey guys, so here we are. So let's dive right on in. Let's do it. Um, so this episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about our favorite movies and lessons that we've learned from our favorite movies. More so what we learned from our movies. Oh. Not favorite the, movies. Oh, what we've learned from movies. Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, I'm, I'm just getting this update right now. Okay. You, you created this <laughs> you topic. Always, I said lessons learned from our favorite. It's all good. It's all, it's all, it's going to it, be. It's going to be, Yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay, so um, who's going first? Ladies. Oh, thanks. We'll do one for one. Okay. You first, and then I go. Okay, I have an outline here if you want to see it. Uh, no, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. It would be good if you put the outline in the middle so we both could see it. Well, I don't want you to see my movies. All so, right, go ahead. All right, go ahead. I'll just, just let go. you know we'll when it's done. It. We'll roll with it. I'll okay. adjust. Well, I'm not going to start with the most obvious one because I know he probably knows what I'm going to already have on my list. <laughs> All right, let's let's do a little backstory. We were just okay. talking about movies and stuff and mm-hmm. conversation of stuff we liked and different movies and how it affects us in the world. And mm-hmm. then we were like really got into it. Like, well, what, what movies do you have that really has had a, a staple in your life as far as life decisions and lessons taught and stuff right. like that? So that's where this topic came from. Right. Okay. okay. So you first. Go ahead, ladies. Okay. Lady. Uh, well... Well, let me give a little little bit more context <laughs> to this, too. Uh-huh. Uh, I think a part of my um, artistry and love of film and all those different things, I always keep certain movies in the back of my mind. Uh-huh. So I think that's another reason why this, t- this even came about, because I'm kind of like, just randomly think about certain things in, in film. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to add that. All right, I want to dive into that, but we can't because I'm afraid it's going to get rid of your your list. But let's go. Wow. Okay. No, I, didn't, I don't want to mess up your, your, your groove, your uh, your itinerary, whatever you got Anyway, anyway. Okay, so the first movie I have uh-huh. is Forrest Gump. Okay. Did you already know I was going to have that? I really thought, I had no idea what you were going to do. Oh, okay. It is one I think you got up there, but okay. I'll okay. leave it at that. But go ahead, Forrest well, Gump. Well, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump has been like such an important movie for me. Okay. I don't have any profound reason why like I stumbled upon it and it it just it just it's just been an always an amazing movie and whenever I um get kind of bummed or used to get bummed especially in college I used to always watch Forrest Gump even if it was me just being in my apartment and I just had it on TV. This yeah. is a long ass movie. It is. <laughs> you know it is. So I would just have it on or whatever. And some of the things that I've learned from it, number one was like just being yourself is like the most important thing ever. Yeah. That's one thing that Forrest did. He was like himself no matter what. Yeah. Stupid is, stupid does. <laughs> like, and he was extremely successful just being him. Okay. I know that's his own story. He's a, 
you know, character or whatever. But that's one lesson that I learned from it. Another lesson (laughs) was what's so funny. I'm thinking about Forrest Gump. Oh, when he uh, got on the the, uh, the bus for the army, he said, "I'm Forrest Forrest Gump. I don't give a honk of shit who you are." I'm sorry. You're in the army now. <laughs> that part was funny. Then, it but. was. It was. Um, another area, another thing that I learned was it trying new things. Like, gosh, everything Forrest did, he was a badass at. What do you mean? He like was good. He was just good at it. Okay. You know, I got you. football, running, being in the military, uh, shrimping, shrimping boat, shrimping captain, boat captain, ping pong. Yeah. So it's a reminder to try to try new things. You never uh-huh. know. Mm-hmm. Little side note here on Facebook the other day, I posted an article, a really good article that I read about how it's not just enough to just pursue your passion. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's, it's so much more than that. And, yep. um, the lesson learned in Forrest Gump and how that connects is the fact that you got to just keep, keep, keep it moving. You yep. know what I'm saying? You may try something once. And of course, Forrest Gump is a movie. So of course he, he tried something and it was just miraculous. Yeah. Like he he was, just yeah everything, everything worked out. Right. But it's just, it's just a reminder to kind of keep it going you know because sometimes you're going to stumble on your passion you're not going to always be on your a game you're not going to know how to do something right off the bat for sure right so there's that um following directions is important okay (laughs) there's a scene in forrest gump where he uh my list is trash but go ahead (laughs) there's a there's a there's a um a scene in forrest gump where he he's in the military and in the army and they have a task to put together a weapon really, really fast. Yeah. And so he puts his, he puts his <laughs> weapon together fast as hell. And the drill sergeant's like, why did you put that weapon together so quickly? And he was like, because you told me to drill sergeant. <laughs> God damn it. Gump. That's the best answer I ever got. And it's basic as hell. He must have an IQ of 160. <laughs> and it was the easiest answer, but it's like, Cause you told me yes, to. Yes, you told me to, and and I just I just do what I do, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, just following directions is another huge area of this thing too. Sometimes yeah. it's not. Sometimes things are really just in black and white, you know. True. One, two, three in steps. So that's another lesson that I learned from it. Let's see what else. Um, let's see. Invest early. <laughs> oh yeah, is another lesson oh, that yeah. I learned because um, he invested in some Apple company. Yeah, some fruit, <laughs> some fruit, fruit company. Yeah, AKA Apple, and yeah, and money. I got yeah. work. That's one less thing to worry about. And I was like, good, <laughs> exactly. I even cut them people grass for free. <laughs> exactly. That movie is funny, man. Exactly. So, invest early is another good lesson that I learned from Forrest Gump, and let's see. And lastly, life is like a box of chocolates. What does that mean? You never know what you're going to get. I know what they're saying, but tell me what it means to you. Well, it basically means that that you got to just be ready, you know, for whatever life throws at you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You get handed some, you hand, I mean, a box of chocolates is, is what? It's multiple it's flavors. And multiple flavors. But you. initially when you get it, sometimes you'll get it as a gift or it's a little treat you know, and you look at it and it's exciting and you want to dive right into it and you open it up and it's like, 
oh man, this is a coconut. I don't really like the coconut one. Yeah, and for sure. I don't really like that one with almonds in it. So you never know what's going to be handed to you, what you're going to receive from it. That's life. But you got to just kind of. Yeah, I like it. Work all around. I got so, you. So yeah, so that, that that's my one movie for right now. You know what? I did one big lesson from every movie I got. Oh, okay. But I have a lesson. I didn't do Forrest Gump. No, I didn't do that, which is a great movie. Mm-hmm. But I do have a lesson that I did learn from Forrest Gump. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do I check in my notes here? Go ahead. Take your time. Oh, there's one scene. There's a, there's one scene in Forrest Gump. You extra credit? <laughs> <laughs> there's one scene in Forrest Gump <laughs> that I have shit. to talk about. There's tons of scenes that I just love, but there's one scene that's always like, I get like a little lump in my throat and it is when he finds out that he's a dad. When he oh, finds out okay. he's a dad, when he, he goes to Jenny house, little forest. And when he asks Jenny, is he smart? Yeah. He, and he just bawls. He starts crying. Yeah. And then he immediately goes into dad mode. Mm-hmm. within minutes yeah and goes and sits down with him and talks with him and gets down on his level and how are you and things like that so mm-hmm. that was just amazing for me so out of all the scenes that's their one yeah i think i'm motherhood and parenting and little people they have okay. a, so- a very soft spot for me but there's tons of others I, and we we mean got what this ain't before it's gonna be exactly exactly but Next. i do ha- <clears throat> i do have a uh something i didn't learn from Forrest gump Okay, what is it? Don't chase these hoes, man. It's good. Don't chase them. Jenny was a smut bag. <laughs> okay, what y'all say? She was a smut, yo. She got caught up in a lot of stuff. She got caught up in a lot of dick. That's oh. She got caught up in. She was a roller, yo. She was giving, yo. He wanted to take her back to Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> yo, she was rolling across the country. She was. She was. Sure. A girl lost. A yep. girl lost. Yeah. Yep. And it all started it. from the root. Yeah. Because the way she was raised. Yeah. And her stepdad. Was it her dad or her stepdad? I don't remember. Some dad something. It was wrong. Yeah. And then it's, it spiraled after that. Yeah. Yo. But, but, she, but he 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 didn't chase her. But he you, always. You're bugging. You're bugging. He chased her. He chased her. He might not been. He was a running. Yes. I don't think he chased her. I think he, he loved her so much and he always made himself available you to her. You are defending him. <laughs> he was She was a roller and he chased her. That's it. Like she was the first, I mean she was the first and maybe only girl that really treated him fairly mm-hmm. and treated him good. He didn't, he didn't date anybody else in the movie. Nope. He was an idiot. <laughs> she, and she, and she, she gave it to him and left. Yeah. Yeah. She was a roller. Okay. That's a roller. You're right. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Number one. First movie for me. Where am I going to go with this one? I'm going to go with Lion King. I'm going with Lion I King. I knew you were going to say the Lion King. No, you didn't. I did. <laughs> no, you did not. So, <laughs> Lion King. Um, <clears throat> the lesson, the essential lesson that I learned from it is um, we can't choose our family. Um, that we were raised in, mm-hmm. but we can, our friends can become our family. Mm. And that's who really got our back. Mm. Not to say like, I'm not saying nothing uh, directly about my family. I'm not saying that at all. Right. But I'm just saying our friends are the tribe that we grow into, that we oh, can yeah. be ourselves. 
um, who you can choose. Yeah, you can choose yeah. your family. You can choose your tribe and your village, and that's mm-hmm. who you grow with. Um, he had an uncle mm-hmm. named Scar who uh, manipulated him when he was young, mm-hmm. um, killed his father, um, and made him feel as if he You're was saying just, I'm a lot. Okay. Um, He killed his father, right? Mm-hmm. And made him feel as if he was the reasoning behind his father dying. So he told Simba to leave. When he left, he did all that so he could become king. When Simba left, he found his boys, his squad, Timon and Pumbaa, and they became close friends and they raised him. For anyone in the world that hasn't seen. I'm just saying, his friends became his family and he became the best version of himself with his friends. True. Okay. Versus with his uncle who manipulated him and made him feel as if he was a murderer Mm -hmm. and the reason for his father dying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with that, but his friends had his back. True. And I've learned that in life that my friends are my village, my brotherhood, my sisterhood, my, uh, what's the word? My village. Right. Okay. And we help each other strive and be our best. I talk to my, like, we always go back to me and my friends, but yeah, I chose my friends and my friends chose me. However you want to look at it. And we're a village. Yeah. And I think another huge aspect of that is when it comes to friendship, I mean, family too, but there's something about peer to peer friendship because you're, you're growing together. Yeah. You're learning, you're bouncing ideas off of each other, but it's a choice, you know? Yeah. You're going through different experiences. Yeah. And a lot of times when you do go through those things on the same level with someone at the same time, at the same time, everything. Yeah. It keeps, it the bond is tight. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a difference between you forced and it's a choice. Right. That's the main part I'm getting at. Okay, yeah. Like you might have a brother, sister, mm-hmm. mother, father, mm-hmm. whatever, older brother, younger brother, whatever. You have to do you be with them. Yeah. Be with your brother. Be with your sister. Mm-hmm. Everything like that. I am making a conscious choice to hang out with this stranger who hence turns into a close friend mm-hmm. turns into that's a choice. Right. And the bond is a lot closer. I mean, that's just how I feel. Right. That's okay. a lesson I did learn from okay. the Lion King. Okay. Nice. I'm sorry. I don't have a list of three and four, but I did the essentials for it's, me. It's all good. Okay. I hope so. All right. Your turn. <laughs> it's my turn. Okay. The next movie that I have is seven pounds. Now this movie, I've seen that movie made once. me cry. I've watched it. I saw it once. I think I saw it once too. No, I think I saw it twice. That's, I watched it again, like but a I Red cannot. Box movie too. Yeah, I cannot. Yeah, I think we did. I cannot watch it again. Like it literally makes me emotional. Like 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 sad, happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so the movie came out some time ago. I don't have the exact year starring Will Smith. And basically, you know, I don't know if I should. Well, hey, it came out years ago. If you ain't seen it yet, <laughs> I ain't going to sit up here. Spoiler try, alert. Yeah, I ain't going to sit up here and try to 
try to cushion cushion a spoiler but anyway yeah it's about you know will smith is the main character and he selects seven people 2008 2008 okay he he basically wants to end his life the ends he ends his life based off of um i think it was an accident he was in he was just feeling remote remorseful and depressed out of an accident that he caused he caused people to die in an accident i believe that's how it went but anyway and so he wants to he wants to repay society by ending his own life and donating his organs to seven people that he's that he's been documenting around him that he feels that are worthy of of his his organs and this <clears throat> and the organs equal up to seven pounds correct? right okay. so i think i think so i think that's what it was yeah so um so there's one so there's one um it, the, overall the movie the, the movie has taught me about selflessness okay about how just like you know besides him besides his character being depressed off of an accident that he that he caused I think he caused someone to die in an accident. It just shows how you can you can be remorseful, you can want to you can want to make a change for yourself. He did the extreme, but it just talks about it it just reminds me how you can giving back is not a bad thing. You know, we live in a society now where everything is about me instant gratification, social media, you know, if our phone doesn't download right away, we're upset. Like everything is just instant gratification because we think about ourself all the time. Yeah. How this affects me. Right. How this affects me. So the movie overall taught me about selflessness. It also taught me uh, a lot about how you never know whose life you're affecting true right so the people that he was monitoring in this movie and trying to see if they're worthy enough to get his organs after he ended his life they had no idea they had no idea that what he was doing right Mm -hmm. but you never know whose life you're really trying to affect you never know who you're inspiring you never know you never know what your actions whether it be positive or negative can affect other people indirectly you know like me and you husband and wife we talk every day about how we inspire each other and how we get upset about certain things and different things but there are so many people that that you i'm not talking about me and you personally i'm I'm talking about listeners i'm talking about there there are so many people that you never know you in general you you never know who you're inspiring you never know who you're affecting you never know who well well gosh well Susie wouldn't wear this or Susie wouldn't wear that. You know what I mean? Like, like just any little thing. Yeah. So there's that. And so there's a, there's a scene in uh, this movie that I really, really love. And it's when he was trying to determine who was going to get his, his eyes. And I forget the guy's name, Woody Harrelson. He played this guy named Ezra. Yo, it's crazy. You remember this. Yeah. I, I did some research. Gotcha. But, um, he played this blind telemarketer named Ezra 
And he actually called Will Smith's character called Ezra pretending to be a customer, but he pretended to be a very irate, nasty customer. And I think he did that because he wanted to see how Ezra, the blind character, would react to it. And Ezra remained calm, remained remorseful, or he kept he kept professional professional with him. And like I said before, you never know who you're going to affect. You never know the vibe that you give to other people that will determine how they'll treat you, all that kind of stuff. True. Because a lot of th- a lot of times, you know, we're not a lot of times you're not going to know everything. Like I said before, we live in this instant gratification and we think we know everything. We think we know we're supposed to know everything. And sometimes it's not always like that. True. Sometimes you'll have an effect on somebody and it'll just be an effect. There won't be any explanation. There won't be, it, it won't be brought up to you ever in life. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just another movie that I really, really love. I still, uh, I'm trying to recall a lot of a lot of it, but I don't think I can bring myself to watch it because it just makes me so emotional. It is, it is an amazing, amazing movie. And I, I want to watch it again. And I forgot all about it. Yeah, the entire movie builds up to the very last, like ten, fifteen minutes of the movie. Gotcha. And then it it brings it all together. But yeah, that that's my second one. What else you got? You already know. What is it in? You're going to say, oh, I knew you were going to see that. What your is next it? movie? Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, Your next movie is going to be, gosh, I don't know. Because you said, because I thought we were doing <laughs> our favorite movies. It, I mean, it's one of my favorites too. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Um, give me a clue. No. No, no clues. Okay, well, I don't know. Yeah, well, well, uh, <laughs> one of your favorite actors is in it. One of your comedic actors is in it. Really? Yep. A guy that you hold near and dear to your heart. Not Sinbad, though. <laughs> yeah, I love Sinbad, y'all. Um, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I don't know. On, on, I don't know. He got uh three names. That oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. He's a comedian. Uh huh. Come on, comedic actor. Uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I need another clue. In Living Color. Jim Carrey. He has three names. That's only no, two. No, he doesn't. Um, a source of... Oh, uh, David Allen Greer. Yes, he's in it. I cannot believe you. He has an embarrassing father. <laughs> Boomerang. Thank you. Boomerang, yes. Number two. Coming in at known. number two. You should have known. Okay. Coming in number two, Boomerang. <clears throat> it's a lot of things, a lot of gems in this movie, but the one I'm oh, going gosh. with. Wait, no, this is good. This is good because you you told me about this before, about I, about your love of this movie. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah. The number, well, the main one I got from it is, excuse my French coming up, but the one I got, the lesson I got from this is, don't fall for the, uh, uh, don't don't fuck your boss, man. <laughs> Just don't fuck your boss, man. Don't fuck your boss. That's the main thing. Well, was she really his boss? I'm not talking about uh, Robin Givens. I'm talking about Lady Eloise. Yeah, but was she really his boss? In his eyes, at the moment, okay, he okay. thought. And I'm not talking about literally. I mean, I'm not even talking about literally. I'm talking about more so figuratively. Because 
the way I look at it is your boss, the person who um, your manager, your supervisor, your boss, however you want to look at it, they might give you false hope. Mm. They might lie to you. They may try to manipulate you to get something that they want out of the deal. Hence, it was literally him having sex with her. But she, it might be something that they want from you that you don't have no idea. But because, but you only see your goal. So they they manipulate you or they put it in the, uh, put it in your mindset that you're going to get a raise. You're going to get a promotion if you do this for me. What I learned from it is I need my stuff in black and white. Mm. Now, if he would have had it in black and white before he smashed. Marcus, darling. He would have became that the head of marketing because he would have had something to stand on. He would have had some proof in the pudding, but he only took the pudding and he got screwed. He didn't get the promotion. Nope. He ended up losing his job mm. all because he went off of the the lie. He fucked his boss. Don't get mm-hmm. fucked by your boss. <laughs> Figuratively, literally and figuratively. True. He got screwed. Yeah. Basically. If you don't, and that just goes off with not just your boss, but period in life. But if it's something that I feel like we've talked about this before, sometimes it's, it seems too good to be true. It ain't true. Mm. You know, right. I need to see it in black and white. I need to read up on it. I got time. I'm not going to rush to make this decision. You know what I mean? True. So if if that's what I learned from that incident in that movie, that part was don't rush. Your hard work will be enough for you. You shouldn't have to have sex with this woman to get a raise. Okay. Or get a promotion. Your your work ethic does it. It's some it's it's interesting too because it's kind of flipped. What you mean? The man being in this Yeah, 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 yeah compromising position absolutely but it it goes especially for both rather men or women if you do your job your hard work your resume says enough you shouldn't have to give up your body for it don't screw your lady or man louise yeah (laughs) lady louise yeah just don't fuck your boss gentleman louise (laughs) whatever the lady gentleman of the night however you want to look at this thing just don't do it man don't do it okay okay cool like I said, there's a lot of gems in that movie, but that's the one I'm going with. Okay. That's it? Yeah. Okay. I told you I was doing one per movie. Okay. I, I didn't get the you. um the gist of the list thing. So mm-hmm. Okay. I mean it's, it's it's whatever, you know. Okay, so is it my turn again? Uh yeah. Okay, so here's my last movie. Oh yeah, y'all. yeah, yeah. One more thing. Oh. Um, don't go for the girl with the glitzies. Mm. Like Robin Given was the glitzies and Halle Berry was always there with the bohemian hair wrap. <laughs> she volunteered at the school. She was the art teacher and all those things. But he didn't even see that. He just saw Robin Givens because she had on a dope trench coat when he saw her and he saw her legs. And plus, let's be real. Robin Givens don't even look that good. <laughs> She's bony with a big head. <laughs> I'm taking Halle Berry all day, especially Halle Berry in her prime. I don't know what was wrong with my man, Marcus. <laughs> he was bugging. Larry is disappointed over I'm here, y'all. I'm very disappointed. He, he passed up. He went with Lady Eloise and Jacqueline Brauner over um Halle Berry. I forgot Halle Berry's name on the movie. But yeah, he was bugging. He was bugging. Love should have brought you home last night. And she slapped the shit out of him. Sure did. Yep. But I'm just saying. But those two women, if you really think about it, he was in love with the power. 
mm-hmm. because both of them had higher positions than him mm-hmm. and she didn't. She was just some chick in the art department. Hey, don't knock the artsy chick. I'm just saying. And then he got it popping that night because he was watching Star Trek and they just finished uh, cleaning chicken gizzards. I mean, chitlins. So that's another reason, but go okay. ahead. Good. Good. I like that. It's really good. The last movie I have here. I think I know it. What is it? Color Purple. You know me. So simple. <laughs> so simple. Not simple. You just. No, no, no. Simple as far as I know you. I know you. Okay. I got you. Okay. So the Color Purple, y'all, y'all, the Color Purple is my favorite. Is my favorite. That movie, movie is long. It, I love it so much. I remember, I can't even remember, I wish I could, when I actually discovered the movie. Because it wasn't one of those things where, you know, it was like an adult was watching it and it was like, hey, what's this? You know, I feel like I stumbled upon it myself when I was much younger. And I think I stumbled upon it because I love the, the color purple. Literally. <laughs> Literally. So I was like, the color purple? There's a movie called The Color Purple? Yep. What is this about? You know? And I cut it on, and it was full of dramatics, and I'm pretty sure I watched it way before I should have at my age. I'm I don't glad. recall. I Actually, I'm glad you saw the movie and not the play. The play is X-rated. The play? Yeah. What do you mean? With her and Suge. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've seen the play twice I, now. I'm saying you at your age when you saw it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm saying I prefer you watching the movie at that age than the play. Cause right. Because the play is a lot more mature. Yeah, the play came years, years, years later. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't understand either, y'all. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so watching that movie, it filled me up with tons of emotion, and I was immediately drawn immediately drawn to it i've come to learn that i love drama film i love drama films and the lessons that it taught me one was perseverance old seely went through a lot okay she did she went through a whole lot mr was trash yeah yeah old danny glover uh yeah she went through a whole lot you know being called ugly and, 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 and challenges about loving herself and all those different things. Uh, it also taught me to embrace the challenges that you go through despite, despite the, despite, you know, going through those different, it's easy to say, but you know, she, she indirectly embraced her life and the challenges that she went through being married off and having children that, you know, with, with a man that really didn't love her and her children being, being, uh, being taken away from her and just, and it's all those things. You all know the story of the color purple and, you know, lastly, you know, love, just love who you are. One of the scenes and y'all all know probably what scene I'm going to say. The biggest scene in that movie that gives us chills is what? I'm going with the, the dinner table. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yo, yo, the, when the grandfather, yo, he's I knew funny. You were to say that. <laughs> he was funny. back in the caboose. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds just like <laughs> that was my favorite part. Yeah, that 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 was like like you're watching the entire movie and it builds up to that scene, mm-hmm. and 
you're like rooting for Celie in that scene. It's like you're there like a fly on the wall and you're like, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Fix him. Mm-hmm. You know, say and say all those things that he did to hurt you, yep. you know. And when she went outside with Suge when they were getting in the car. Her girlfriend. Her, her, yeah, well, that's 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 always been like the weird part of the movie. Yeah, no. Uh, but that really wasn't explained directly. I'll say not that. Not in the movie. Yeah, not in the movie. But, but you know, she comes, she go ahead and leaves, and they stop her from hurting Mr. And as she's leaving, even as she's leaving, Mr. wants to strike her or hit her or something. And she turns around and she's like, everything you did to me, you already did to yourself. Mm-hmm. You already did to yourself. And I thought that was completely profound. No, no, no. I think you're a minute off. I think you're a minute off. What do you mean? I think the part right after that was even bigger than that part. What's what? When she was like, I may be ugly. I may be this. Oh, yes. But yes. I think she said, but I'm free. Like yeah, that part. I was going to, yeah. Yeah, I was I was gonna Oh my I bad, was gonna, my bad. I, I jumped go there a little bit. It's okay. It's all right. But but yeah, but that right there reminded me that a lot of times you don't have to pay people back for hurting you. You know you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. Like I'm people will do things to you, people will hurt you, but a lot of times it's not your job to try to fix them. It is your job to pick up the pieces and move forward because whatever they have put on you, it's going to come right back to them regardless. It's that karma. Whether whether you're the one doing it or someone else or they end up digging their own hole because of the fact that it's so important to just move on and move away. So as she's telling him everything that you've done to me already done to you. And then she gets in the car and she and she leaves. Yeah. And then she raises her both her hands up and she's like, hey, I may be black. I may be ugly, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm. this is me. And I am moving away from you. Yeah. As he's as he's like getting ready to st- try to strike her over the head. And he just freezes like, whoa, like what? You know, yeah. like that was that was amazing to me. And I will always love that scene. He, I mean, it's like he finally saw. Well, they both in herself and he saw her strength. Yes. Like it was like a mutual like, oh, damn, she's strong. And right. she was like, damn, I'm strong. Mm-hmm. You like, know what I mean? Like she could have stayed there. She mm-hmm. could have she could have argued back and forth with him. She could have they could have gotten into a fight in that scene or what have you. But she's like, no. Nope. But, but if they does that, they got in a fight, any of that, he would be in control. Exactly. She took the power away by leaving. Yep. Yeah. And driving off in that bl- in that yellow, yellow. car. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love it, love it so much. But yeah, so that that basically sums up my color purple. One that was there. like an Antoine Fisher moment when you. I'm still standing. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, still strong. strong. Yeah, yeah, that's another good movie too. Yeah, Antoine. It, it Fisher. didn't make the cut, but yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so those those are let's see here the color purple, Forrest Gump. Seven pounds for you, The Lion King, Boomerang. Yeah, I got one more. Okay, what else you got? Not uh, coming in last, <laughs> definitely not least. You would never guess this one for me. House Party. 
Hmm. Yeah, you like that, didn't you? I do. Yeah, I knew. I knew it was gonna get you. Keep talking. What I learned from house party (laughs) as a child, as a child. He took off his glasses, y'all. As a child, because the movie came out when I was a a child. Ninety four, I think. Probably. I don't know. I'll look it up. I didn't see it at that moment. Yeah, yeah. House party one. I saw it a little, a couple years, a few years later. But what I learned was. What happened? We good? Yeah. What I learned was um, basically kid. 1990. Yeah. Basically, kid leaves the house. You know, um, he got in a fight in school. He, his boy was having, play was having a party at his house. Peeps was out of town. And he got in a fight at school. So he knew that the, the um, school was going to call his, his dad. And he was going to get in trouble that mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. He knew his dad was going to whoop his ass. So kid was like, yo, I ain't missing this party. He went out, <laughs> went to the party, had a great time. He, he finally kissed his girl, got a girl, you know, everything like that. Um, Then he came home and his dad whooped his ass. <laughs> like he comes home and while the credits are rolling in the movie, you hear his dad, rest in peace, Robin Harris, whooping his ass. Literally with the belt. And what I learned from that was, hey, I'm going to get in trouble either way. The damage is done. I'm going to have fun. If I knew I was going to get in trouble, why come? If, okay. Say if my curfew is at 11. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you need to be home at 11. You need to be in this house at 11. What's the difference between coming home at 11.01 and 4.30 in the morning? Late is late. <laughs> have yeah. fun enjoy it you might as well just you might as well man yo you know the ass whooping is coming make it worth it <laughs> just make it worth it <laughs> you go it's gonna happen just take the L just okay. I'm just saying okay. like alright all right, all right. another example of this we were out in Vegas I'm not even gonna say this dude's name but we were out in Vegas and we are um, and uh, where were we at? We were at um, Planet Hollywood Gambling. And one of the guys was like, yo, um, he was winning. Then he was losing. And he was like, yo, man, I need to make this money back. I'm about to go to the ATM and get some cash. Eight, er, first wrong mistake. So he goes to the ATM. He gets out $20. All right. Goes to the ATM, gets $20, goes mm-hmm. back, plays a couple of hands, mm-hmm. loses that 20 he says, yo, I'm going back to the ATM. Get another. He does it like three times. So that's 60 bucks he's gotten out of the ATM each time. With a fee. I said, yo, man, I mean, I'm just asking. How much is the service charge? He said, oh, it's $20. What? So this clown then spent, then you then, then paid $20 on top of the 20 he's getting out of. I said, yo, why don't you just pull out like 100 $200. Just take the $20 hit one time versus keep going. Oh back. my gosh. You know what I mean? This dude must be loaded. No, he's an idiot. <laughs> so my point is this, you know, you're going to get the ass whooping. You know, it's going to smack you for $20 of a surcharge. Just take the lump sum out. You going to okay? They can't like, my, like if my parents, they're not going to like if, if I came home late and they gave me, they, they got, they disciplined me or whatever. They're not going to discipline me tonight and tomorrow and the day after that. Just take the L. 
but enjoy the moment you out. Make it worth it. Make it worth it. That's just life. Okay. You know, you, you just have fun. I know I'm going to get in trouble for this. So I'm going to make it worth it. Ain't going to hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. Okay. I'm just saying. If okay. you know it. That's good. That's good. I'm trying to think of any other lessons from House Party. That's 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 a classic right there. I know a lot of le- you. I got another one. What else you got? It goes back to the thing about Robin Givens. Don't deal with the flashy girl. Deal with the Shireen was flashy, and she was every dude wanted her. And mm-hmm. what was um Teacher Campbell name? I forgot. Gosh, I forget her name. Whatever her name was. She was the she was she was Shireen's best friend. She was real chill. She was laid back. And but all the dudes were sweating Shireen because she wore the tight pants and all this other stuff. But Sydney. Sydney, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Sydney was cool. Sydney was chill. Mm-hmm. But because she was those things and she wasn't hiding the trot, being a hottie a hootie patootie, <laughs> they didn't want her. Lo and behold. Sydney was the one that was getting it popping. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. This is good. This is good. I think we, oh, I'm sorry. Any, anything else? Do you, you say you had some. From house party? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. And don't be the drunk friend at the party. Oh, yeah. That sucks, yo. Um, I don't know. I can't really think of anything. And it made me not want to throw a house party. They screwed this man. Oh and, my gosh. And somebody took a dump in the bathroom. Oh my gosh. I, I learned to not have a party at my parents' house. <laughs> For sure. I I definitely learned that. That's something that I never could have done. Nah, not anyway. your house, no. No. I mean there were tons of people that I grew up with that had parties at their parents' house when their parents went away. And I never understood. Like you really think you can just have a ton of people in your parents' house yeah. and then it's gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. It's never worked so out. So even, so even, even in my, even when I was younger, watching movies, you know, about teenagers throwing parties at their parents' houses and stuff, and I'm like, how do you do that? I can't. No, I ain't doing it. But yeah, that's one lesson I learned. For sure. Yeah, but I don't know. That's it. I mean, anything else you got? For for that. Yeah, for the show. Nah. Not for um that, not okay. for the movie thing. Oh, you got more? I no, I just I do want to speak on um the uh the documentary. What documentary? You know the documentary, the homecoming. Oh, okay. You want to talk about that now? For sure. Okay, yeah. I just want to speak on it just a little bit. The respect, the respect that y'all queen. She ain't my queen. I'm a, I'm a Riri fan. <laughs> No disrespect to be Beyonce, but I'm a Riri one. This is better to be happy and get you. I ain't worried about them. <laughs> but uh, Rihanna, I mean, dang, I'm thinking about Riri. Um, Beyonce's love and affection and admiration and respect for the HBCUs. Yo. Yeah, I know you probably shed a tear watching I did. it. I did. I did. I cried. I cried when I saw the, the bands out there. I was like, yo, man. And then... Even though she didn't show Virginia State any love, hey, I'm okay. She didn't show a clip from Virginia State? No. But if I'm okay with that. Because Hold on. Are you sure? I th- I'm pretty positive. Mm-mm, when they were showing the bands in the beginning. 
I think she did though, because she did that a little on bit the throughout. Back end. Okay, well, if I didn't, I'm sorry. But if they did, either way, I'm not. Sh- uh, I have nothing against. Like I know hate towards or she include. No, 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 no. We are we a family. We mm-hmm. all a family, except for Union. I ain't got no love for them. But <laughs> outside of that, it's all love amongst all of us. Mm-hmm. Truth mm-hmm. be told, I got love for Union. Yeah. But it's it, it ain't like oh they ain't got us. Forget fam, you forget Hampton, forget no 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 no. We got it's all love. What do you think the one biggest, of us shine, all of us shine. Right, right. What do you think the biggest takeaway from her homecoming was? I just said it. The love for HBCUs. And I'm not even the type to be like, um, how could I say it? I'm trying to think of something. That's relevant. Perfect example. The other night, well, last night, um, two nights ago, uh, Dame Lillard, do play for Portland, mm-hmm. balling out. No, no, no. I ain't even gonna go with that. I ain't gonna go with. That. I'm gonna go with Game of Thrones. Like I'm one of the, um, I say I got on in season two, but still, that time when I was watching it, a lot of people was calling me. Or the, the 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 love I had for a lot of the people was calling me a weirdo. How can you like stuff about dragons and, 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 and these zombie things and blah, blah, blah. These same people who talk crap about me are now talking about, man, season, the last season of Game of Thrones, man, what we going to do? I was like, I didn't know it was a we. <laughs> you know, you didn't like we? it. Yeah, you didn't like it. Now you like it? What are you talking? You're bugging. Mm-hmm. That is like, I don't like that. You ain't gonna talk crap about me now. Then now that everybody's on it, you 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 all. It, now that it is pop culture. Oh, you know how that that's the that's I'm how it just, goes. But I'm saying I'm like yo, keep that same energy you had oh, back yeah. then. But mm-hmm. when it comes to HBCU love, mm. it might be more people that say love for HBCUs, even though back then they was like, you dumb for going to an HBCU. Mm. I don't care. I like the light being shined. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like, no, nah, don't, don't, don't be an HBCU fan now. No, nah, mm-hmm. forget that. No, mm-hmm. it's cool. We accept you. We love you. Yeah, you, you, you might have strayed away a little bit, but it's okay. You can come back home. Hey, homecoming. Hey, I brought it back full circle. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I definitely have to add, add my little spill on this too, since we're talking about it. You know, I, I definitely grew up. Well, first let me say. You know, my parents weren't college folk. Nobody in my family. I'm first generation person to go to college in my family. And so I didn't come from a family that talked about college a lot, that told me about college experiences and all those things. I had to learn all of it on my own. Yeah. And one thing that was always drilled into me was diversity and you know, make sure you make sure you when you go out in the world, you have diversity in your life. So when it came to going to an HBCU, it was kind of frowned upon, frowned upon to go to HBCU. And now that I'm older, more educated, married to an HBCU man, Holla. you know, like. It's been it's just been very eye opening yeah, for sure. to me. And I feel like I do like that there is I'm 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 learning the importance 
not to say that I didn't realize it before, but I'm learning now more than more than ever the importance of the black experience. Yeah. Being a mom to two black boys. Mm -hmm. It is really high on my list. For sure. (laughs) You know, because I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about, you know, all the things that are that people of color are going through these days in 2019, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're living, we're backpedaling here, but I'm just realizing how important the black experience is. And I just wish, I just wish I had more of that drilled and instilled in me when I was growing up. It's okay. You know, you can come back home. <laughs> I told you, you can come back home. You know, me too. Yeah. I love my, I love the school I went to VCU. I love it so much, but I feel like if I, ha- if I would have had more of a, more of an understanding of, like I said, the black experience and why things were the, why things, why the HBCUs exist and just more of that history. I mean, yeah, I knew a lot sure. of that stuff on the surface, but I feel like I did not have any good leadership in that regard. I just knew, Oh, I need it. I need, okay. You're 16, 17 years old. You need to go to a school that has diversity because you're going to be working. You're going to be in the real world and you're going to be with, with the other people. You're going to go to a diverse school, but your friends that you make it to school going to be black. Right. I mean, and this that's fucking backwards. Yeah. But I have an issue for you now. Mm-hmm. Is Hold on. Before I say, I'm going to I'm going to shoot you some bail and give you an opportunity. Do you think that was the biggest thing from the homecoming? What do you mean? The HBCU stuff. From your perspective. What do I think? No, no, no. The question that you you proposed to me was, what do I think? What was my biggest takeaway from the Beyonce doc? Right. And I was saying the love and respect she gave for HBCUs. Mm -hmm. Because that's near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. So my question is to you, what was the biggest takeaway you got from it? That... Black people, we make things happen. We we are the culture. We are the movers and shakers of society. Always. We are. But I'm... Simple as that. I'm still shocked at you. About? I thought you were going a different direction. I thought you were going to go with the pregnancy and working her oh, ass yeah, off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want to touch on that. I'm glad that's, you, why, that's why I asked you. Okay. I tried to walk you to it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. No problem. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm th- I was thinking about the overall scope of the purpose of that's the, why I say the doc. That's why I say you personally. Me personally, what yeah. What did you take away from it? Well, yeah, because she talked about having her C-section, which I thought was good. Beyonce has a really good way of speaking personally but not speaking personally. Personally, yet general. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying without, I don't even know if what I say made sense, but I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, she's she's really good at that. And it kind of reminds me of myself. She opens the door, but she won't let you walk in. Exactly. Because you're not going to walk up in here. No, but you can see. Right. What I show you. Yeah. She reminds me of myself with that. And, you know, she 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 does the documentary and, and, and and she shows her children, but everything is very quick, quick, quick. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's always, there's like a graze over the video. They're in black and white. Some of them are a little grainy. It's kind of like a, kind of like a, a soft, um, 
What's the, it's like a picture with a veil on it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of how she did. And that's how, you know, I spoke, I just described visually, but I think she also does that as she's describing her pregnancy too. You know, like some would feel like, oh, she she got very personal. You know, she talked about her C-section and things like that and having preeclampsia and things like that, you know, but I still don't think that she fully went there with it. She gave you enough. She Yeah, but she didn't fully go there. Having Being a woman that has two, two C-sections, she didn't fully go there. She went far enough. She, she, she went far enough though, yeah. which I think is good though because, you know, she's this mega star, you know, it looks like she has it all together, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was just a little tap on the shoulder of her saying hey i'm still human you yeah. know uh but i don't think i don't think she dove into it all the way but her talking about how you know i couldn't eat bread and i couldn't have dairy and i couldn't eat this i couldn't eat that i couldn't eat that you know she says she talks about basically how she couldn't hardly eat anything and then she's like yeah and then in between in between sets i had to go back and breastfeed my babies and That's i'm a lot <laughs> And I'm currently, I'm not going to say it's a lie, but I'm currently, you know, still um, pumping milk for our son. And I'm, I'm not on a very strict, strict diet like that. And it's hard enough for me to get some milk. She on some, I so mean, I'm like, what kind got, of milk? <laughs> she got, she on, she got to be taking some supplements or something. <laughs> something, I, you know, again. Not, put it like this. She ain't not, she not eating that stuff. And just pumping. Right. She's in something else is being put in her body. Like how in the world could you barely not eat anything? And, and pump for and, twins. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, so Come on, man. So there's that. Granted, still amazing. Oh, for sure. Still work. S- still, oh. you know, such an inspiration, <laughs> you know. But personally, that that was very interesting for her to talk about. An experience that I've yo, that I've been through. She worked her ass off, yo. Yeah, respect, yeah, she did. Respect, tons of respect, tons of respect. I love it. Um, I'm a fan of hers. I don't know if I'm a member of the Hive or a card carrying member. No, I don't think but, so. But but I, I respect um, her. I respect. I respect her. Like there was a meme that I saw, not even a meme, which is a Facebook status on about how people that really don't like Beyonce really want you to know. They'll post something about Beyonce and they'll say, but I really don't like her, but I like this. I'm really not a fan, but I like this. But how can you not respect this woman's grind? How can you not respect what she has given back to the culture? Scholarships. Yeah, for sure. Everything. Back to her city. Example for young girls. Examples for other women if you're going like, by that if you're going by that i'm going with beyonce but if we're talking about song for song i'm going to reread well, of course yeah but i think beyonce everything engulfed with it like like if it was sports what she does on and off the court makes her the best oh yeah 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 and i don't know it was just great I really enjoyed homecoming i thought it was thought it was wonderful uh i knew that it was going to definitely be a huge, uh, how do I put this? Fanfare. Huge fanfare, but I knew it was just going to really drive the point home that black people, we dope, make it yo. move. And then, oh, we uh, make things move. What's the quote that Jay-Z said? What? 
we are the culture. Nothing moves without us. Nothing, nothing, something he said as long those lines, like we are the culture. Nothing starts or moves without us it's or true. something he said, you know, and that really drove that home, you know, and another aspect, I'm going to just, I'm going to just end my point on this, the artistry that she allowed in homecoming was amazing. It, she didn't necessarily have, okay, this is what we're going to do. And the dancers are going to be like this. I mean, she had chopped and screwed in there. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, she had, I mean, she's Frankie from Houston. Beverly. She's from Houston. Um, but she had, she, Frank. Had, she had Frank. Yeah. But she had some dancers and I don't even know that. I don't even know if there's a name for the type of dances that they did, but just like very, very slow moving and, yeah. and, I guess you could describe it as like slow pop locking. Y'all should see her in here trying to you do know. it. It's funny as shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it's called. I'm, I'm going to look it up. No, you know what? You know what, what you're saying? I was listening to uh shout out Joe Budden podcast. I was listening to him and they were talking about it. And I thought it was very interesting when they were talking about it. And I really didn't pay attention to it. How precise the dancing was that they're doing the dock and they're wearing two different outfits. And they're cutting it between the two outfits from the two different days. And they're on the same beat, mm-hmm. the same move. Shout out to the editors, man. At the, at the exact same mm-hmm. time. Editors don't get enough love. I'm saying you got the same outfits, different outfits. I'm sorry. They're doing the same move at the same beat, the same lighting, mm-hmm. the same stage production at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they just put it all together. They made the editing was easy because it was so precise. It's not like oh we gotta we at, at the three fifteen mark of this show versus the three eighteen mark we gotta put it together. No no no, that shit was on point. You don't think it was hard for the it editors? Was, it was. I'm saying it was hard. You're an editor. I'm saying it was hard, but I'm just saying how precise they were. It made his job easier. Mm, than okay. it could have been. It could have been a lot harder. Okay. Yeah. I got, that was impressive. Mm-hmm. But going back to what you were saying about Beyonce, when it, I don't know if it's true or not, but they said that she was she had a deal ready to be inked with Reebok. Walked into Reebok, mm. and yeah, it was nobody's. It, 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 true or false? They say if uh, it's the truth versus the legend, print the legend or something like that. Mm. This is a legendary story. <laughs> she walks in true or false it is it's still a, i don't know if it's true but here y'all go true or false it's a dope story she walks in reebok and they got everything they got the their her clothing line they got everything ready for her ready presentation all she need to do is sign get the check whatever. how do you know all this Shh. i didn't <laughs> cut you off come on man so she walks in and all of the people in there is nobody of color and she says, is this the team that's going to be working with me? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Goes to Adidas. The rest is history. I'm just saying. True or false, it's a dope story. You print the legend. That's okay. the story that's going to be told. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. You don't. You, you're done. Oh, I forgot to mention you guys. Yeah, it's three. <laughs> it's three. 30 no 324 in the morning it is this is when we got a podcast yeah for sure so i don't know anything else you want to add 
Um, I'm proud of my guy Tay. I always like to shout him out. Mm-hmm. He uh, gave us a new selection. Yes. Mm-hmm. New beats. Yes. He's Thank making you, Tay. beats. He's uh, leasing beats. Uh, Tay P beats on uh, Instagram. Right. Tay Y underscore beats. T A Y. Yep. Underscore beats. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad it's not that five six one shit no more. That joint is trash. Shout out to Tay. <laughs> and he also does playlists too. Yes. Yeah, I like his playlist. Yes. What else going on? I think that's it for now. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, Artist Anderson got a new single out called Watch. Very dope. Mm, yes. Very I dope. I just listened to it not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otis' son likes it. He says it's a hit. He dances <laughs> to it. He does. So, yes. Okay. Shout out him. What okay, else? That's it. All Thank right. y'all for listening. And um, until next time. Yeah, for sure. All right. Did you like the soundtrack on our show? Please check out Tay Pringle, our official music sponsor on Instagram at T-A-Y-P underscore beats. Thanks for joining us on today's conversation. Got questions or comments? Send us a DM on our official IG account, Married Creatives. See you next time.